The day Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the stand for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have, continuing on for our No Sleep Vember series, To Tip Bamp, Part 3. It's Bamp? There's a B on the end. I don't know why I I, I keep putting <laughs> no. There's a P. Yeah, I keep call, I keep adding a, an F for some reason. <laughs> you keep hoping that Nightcrawler is gonna. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So, but for real, like it, we're we're doing the thing in the basement is getting better at mimicking people. Part three. Mm-hmm. Um. So as as before, uh, it is by that exo guy on Reddit. No sleep. It was December 2021 honorary mention for like their Reddit no sleep story of the month for that for that month. So uh, let's give our uh, our continuing um, uh, initial recommendations for the story as a whole. Um, the whole story or the I've been I've been kind of treating it as like the whole but also like for the individual one because like last time i'd like gave it a slightly less one because of the part that's fair yeah so for this one and like kind of for the story as a whole uh it's been bumped up back to a full to a full recommendation for me okay for me uh i'm still partially recommending this and the main story is still partial recommendation on the low end. Okay. It hasn't bumped up to a full partial. Fair. <laughs> and for me, uh, this one also has bumped my partial up to a full recommendation. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I kind of... I, We'll get into it, like why, like these recommendations have have changed or they've been bumped up and such. But I'm curious to see if ours are the if the, our reasons are the same. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. We are different people. Yeah. And as the show has shown, we are different people. <laughs> but uh, without further ado, uh, let us dive into the rundown and find out why we gave those initial recommendations. So Clancy runs away from Sarah's place. Uh, fearing his for his life and gripping with the growing certainty that his sister is in fact a mimic. Um, he makes dozens of calls and texts to his parents and Detective Marcus, which go unanswered, while he avoids responding to texts and calls from Amy, wondering where he is. Uh, when he reaches his home, like the home of him, where he, because he lives with his parents, uh, Clancy fears for fears that his parents have been taken care of from earlier. Um, when specifically when he discovers that the house is empty, the secret key that is in a like fake rock at the door has been taken and he had to break into his own home. And when he discovers that his parents' phones have been left on their bedside table. Uh, finally, Marcus texts back saying he's on his way and to hold out till the next day. To which Clancy fortifies himself in the house and the paranoia ramps up. 
Um, the next day, he gets a message from Amy wanting to meet somewhere away from Sarah so they can talk and gives Clancy the choice of where to meet. So they um, they end up meeting at a diner that morning. Um, the talk eventually turns bad as Amy claims that nothing has happened as Clancy remembers it. Uh, apparently, when he ran off the next the, the day before, uh, and after accusing Sarah of like murdering somebody, Amy called the cops and had them come come by, and they informed them that there was no body in the basement, and according to Amy, there was no funeral. His parents are on vacation, which Clancy lied about to Sarah previously. So, Sarah, and and that Sarah, like, all of this has been explained as Sarah having a mental break, and now Amy suspects that Clancy has does too, um, since it might run in the family sort of thing. Uh, this, of course, infuriates and scares Clancy, who flees the scene. Uh, he gets home, but then changes out of his old stuff and goes to a bar in town to stay on the run from Amy and Sarah, just in case. Um, with his mind constantly wandering and wondering more and more that there may be more mimics around him because he keeps getting, he keeps feeling cold calculating stares upon him, but from people, uh, that he comes across. Eventually Marcus calls while Clancy's at the bar, uh, as he's driving into town, but just as they are trying to figure out where to meet, a cop car crashes into Marcus's vehicle and through the phone call um, and through a text, uh, Marcus leaves Clancy with a horrifying message. Run, there are more, dot, dot, dot. To be concluded in part four, the finale. So, with that out of the way, I suppose we'll move on to everyone tolerates the grammar inquisitions. At this point, Mikey, do you have any grammar inquisition? Uh, I have a conjunction junction. All right. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. Just to be sure, I sent him a text as well. It would have been the first place Sarah checked for me. It was also across town. So at the very least, it would put some distance between me and her. But lifting it up, I found the spares missing. So she could leave her house, run across town, and take the keys? But no, that made no sense. It rang until it was directed to voicemail. So I waited with bated breath to see if the person would leave a message. So I waited on the front porch for either mom or dad to come home and let me in, trying to decide what lies to spin for them. But none of them went through. It was a nice diversion from my worries. I always found that keeping busy helped me. But let me assure you, the calmness I felt was short-lived. It came from inside, and I paused with my hand on the door's handle for what felt like a short eternity. 
It was fitful and all around too short. It gave me enough time to shower and change, and I took it freezing this time. It was that same small shop I mentioned last time, as it was halfway between our houses and close to the diner. It sent a chill crawling down my spine and put a spring in my step, sending me into high alert as I power walked away. But the worries resurfaced, souring my mood. So I didn't waste any more time and went on the offensive. It played, and Amy actually listened. It couldn't be. It was all wrong. It was. It was my own lie spat back at me as a truth. It was all wrong. But our town wasn't very big. We didn't have malls or busy districts. So I left the house and headed for the farthest bar I could think of hoping it would be the last one Sarah and Amy would check. It was one of those sports bars, always displaying some match or another, I don't know. It finally hit me that it had no password, even though I distinctly remember I had set one up. But they left me worried as they caused my attention to falter. It sounded like metal bending and glass shattering, almost deafening even through the phone speakers. It couldn't get its teeth into me again. I wouldn't allow it. Finn. Wow. There was definitely a couple times where, like, he just suddenly, like, he was at the diner, like, freaking out over like the lies that were becoming truths, and then he's at his house planning on going to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> also, just as a, a quick aside, we we really need to watch It Follows sometime because I was kind of getting like that vibe while you were doing your your It story in conjunction junction bit here, because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it, it like we you never. Like because of the because of the nature of the conjunction junction and the it story, we never actually find out what is fall like what is what is like stalking him. What is it seems like, or like what what is what he's reacting to. So it kind of gives me that vibe of like it follows because in in the movie it follows the characters being uh, stalked by a supernatural um, pr- creature or presence that no one else but the person can see. Yeah. So it's just like, and and it can and it can it, it changes its form uh, to different people, like people the person knows, or even like complete strangers, as a means of getting trying to get closer to that person, so that they they um, they suddenly have to become suspicious of everyone around them because they don't know necessarily, uh, at least until like maybe like it gets closer, who around them is the is the thing that's chasing them or stalking them. Anyway, that's just something that came up while I was listening to your your conjunction junction tonight. Mm-hmm. 
one part that uh, I know, or rather one of the parts that I know this was when he's saying like, I went and had a cold shower and then he like immediately power walked out of there with a <laughs> stride. Yeah. So he's naked the whole time. Oh yeah, totally. Because it didn't mention him getting dressed anywhere, so he's just power walking all over town naked. Yeah. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um goes unaware. Mikey does the strings of sentences to highlight all the sentences in a story that start with words that they probably shouldn't. It's ends or buts, because there's always better words. Yeah. All right, uh, Gamer, what do you have for Grammar Inquisition? I think I got a couple. Uh, I tried to call my parents again to see why they weren't home. Why they weren't home yet, despite the late hour. And I heard faint ringtones coming from upstairs. So, at least in, in my opinion, wouldn't it be singular, as in I heard a faint ringtone coming from upstairs? No, because he's here. Oh, I I see what you mean. Because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. No, you're right. Yeah, multiple sounds because it's ringing over and over. <laughs> but saying it the way it is, it sounds that you're hearing ringtones makes it sound like he is somehow calling both of his parents' phones at the same time. Yeah, that that's what. Yeah, you're right. Yes, because like yes, there are two phones on the, on the bedside table, but he's only able to call one of them with one phone. So yeah, unless he's dual wielding phones somehow. Yeah, he's phones akimbo. <laughs> totally. And then my only other one is uh, is right at the very end. Uh, four words, four goddamned words, and an incomplete text. Run. There's more of ellipses. Yeah. So I hate to poke at the grammar of the twist, but if this was an incomplete text, he wouldn't have bothered putting the ellipses in, right? I have that's actually the last <laughs> thing of my actual thoughts. Um, so uh, yeah, so yeah, like like you said, it's like a, a ding came, and with it, a notification of another text. Reading it felt like a gut punch. The floodgates broke, and the tide of terror I struggled to keep at bay flooded me. The I went light lightheaded and dizzy, shaking on me, uh, shaking on my feet, as if the world around me spun out of control. Four words, four goddamn words, and an incomplete text. Run, comma. There's more of dot dot dot. Damn it, Marcus! More of what? What? Did he die while typing the text? <laughs> Why would you leave an ellipsis at the end of instead of cutting off the text? Honestly, the text should simply have said, "Run." There's more. Period. <laughs> Like yeah. it's 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 the it's the the uh the 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 Monty Python and the Holy Grail thing of like it's in the castle of I was, I was waiting for you to stop talking so I can say sorry that. sorry <laughs> I we we both had the same thing though here so I was like yeah, yeah. for sure um, or uh, Marcus is the ultimate troll oh you said yeah and he put had actually two texts. So the first one is run, there's more of. Then on Apple, there's that dot, dot, dot. Oh, that shows yeah. that you're continuing texting. But he actually sent a GIF of that Im dot, dot, dot. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, that would be a dick move. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that this is like in his death room. 
fine. So, but like, here's a, here's a, he started typing it as much as he could, and then he's like, "As okay, I'm dying. I need to send this." <laughs> There's more of oh god, I can feel my heart stopping. Wait, where's send. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was trying to send a picture, but he clicks on the wrong image because he sent that dot 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 to other people in the past. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Also, because it's here, I need to, I need to bring it up. Did anybody else notice the italics? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The italics that were on the uh, it, they seem to pop up every time. Like the the person is like texting a message. I think. Uh, yeah. Or when there's a phone yeah. call dial, yeah. or there, when there's phone call dialogue. Yeah. But... Or <laughs> some dialogue in general. Yeah. Well, no, because it doesn't happen with all dialogue. I don't think. You know, it doesn't happen to all, but there's some. Yeah. So I just like my thing is like why why use it at all? <laughs> yep. It really wasn't necessary. Yep. Yeah, because as we said before, bold makes it stand out. Or not bold, sorry. Well, bold, sure, but all caps makes it stand out way more. Yeah. If you're actually putting a lot of emphasis on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got for Grim. Okay. Then I suppose we'll move on to actual thoughts. So I'm going to start with this one here. I tried calling him over 20 times, only to be met by his voicemail. You've called Detective Marcus. If I didn't answer, I'm either busy with work, I'm sleeping, or I'm dead. Leave a message after the beep, and I'll call you back either when I'm done with work, when I wake up, or when I'm resurrected. Beep. Hey, Marcus, it's Cla- it's me, Clancy. Sarah, <clears throat> Sarah's on to us. She's 100% the mimic. I ran away. Call me back as soon as you can. Okay. First off, Wow, <laughs> I hope the the last part the last part of of Marcus's like voicemail message thing, um, was done with like a bit of snark or like a chuckle or something like that, like a, a little bit of humor to insinuate that. Because no, that is other because because otherwise that is terrible operational security. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like or, Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> like, unless it's a situation where it's like, if you have this phone number, you already know. Like, it's that's not true. A yeah. Number. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, it, it could be like I was thinking of that too because like he did give like a a business card, so like it could be a, like his burner phone kind of thing, mm. <laughs> which is just. But like I like think of the context of like a Delta Green agent like who has a burner phone, and you leave, you have like a me- you actually put a message on your burner phone. <laughs> It's just like, hey, this is Agent Hufflepuff. I can't come to the phone right now because I'm either at work, asleep, or dead. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, no, no. Just, I was like, wow. Just like, A cells. Just like, we need to talk about this uh, message machine thing you've left, or this message uh, you left on your voicemail on a burner, sir. <laughs> it's like it's like putting a. Uh, selfies with the dead monster you just killed on tumblr <laughs> it's like yeah. we need to discuss this uh scrolls down on a scrolls down a tumblr and this <laughs> you're getting the nine millimeter uh retirement plan sir <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh the second thing about i had about this is uh does clancy really know with 100 percent certainty that sarah is a mimic no he does not she could still be human 
Hmm. I mean, she could also still know that Clancy and Marcus know something. Maybe she panicked when she read the messages and like either like in a panic or in her like manic in her like kind of manic state or even in like a a, a panic or a, by accident deleted all the messages. Like it could have been something about her like psychosis. If that isn't indeed like what's happening here. But like it's like you don't know 100% that Sarah's a mimic, sir. About the only thing is the um is what was brought up uh, last recording. Yeah. Is what Mikey said in regards to um how Clancy put a lock on his phone and all of a sudden it's yeah, the lock is gone and the stuff's deleted and the only way someone would have been able to get that password is if they read Clancy's mind. That's true. However, then we find out that like his phone didn't have like we we kind of get gaslit a little bit at the in the end in this one where Clancy doesn't have a password on his phone suddenly even though he recalls doing so. So like we're kind of getting a little bit of the unreliable narrator again in this. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like is Clancy actually going insane or is like like he's ha- suffering from like false memories and stuff like that. I just mean in his mind like if that's if everything is the way that he's saying it is, yeah, the only quote unquote proof he has is to mo- to his mind, he put a lock on that phone, and the only one that could have gotten rid of it is someone that could read his mind. That's yeah. the only supernatural thing that's happened. Yeah, from from an un- from an unreliable narrator at this point. Yeah, <laughs> or a, a, a possible mm-hmm. unreliable narrator. We're not. We're still the the uh, the jury's still out on whether or not this is all in, in Clancy's head or there is actually something supernatural mm-hmm. afoot. And we'll get I'll get a little bit further into that later in my my notes and stuff. Um, and I'm going to continue with the next thing here. We never misplaced those keys. Dad was very insistent about it. I felt a, another pang of panic and my thoughts instantly went to Sarah. Did she anticipate the scenario? Did she steal the keys? No, that couldn't be. I had I had her under watch ever since she came back. Uh, no, you didn't. Yeah, both <laughs> A, you slept. B, you went to the groceries. And C, you were in the shower. That last one doesn't leave a lot of time for the plot, for this kind of plot to happen. But I'm keeping it in here regardless. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the next thing. Unless the recording she stopped. Was it for this? So she could leave her house, run across town, and take the keys? She definitely would have had enough time until I woke up. But no. That made no sense. If she'd have gotten so close to Dad, she would have made her presence known to him. Okay, so Clancy does immediately come to a reasonable explanation after, like, questioning, or after giving a dumb, like, giving something that sounds kind of, like, absurd or dumb. Which, to me, it honestly happens a couple of times in the story where, like, he qu- he uh, he like he questions something or says something like or, like gives this really outlandish like explanation for what's happened, and then comes back the next like line or the next paragraph, and right as I'm about to complain about these musings that he has, he goes in and counters his own thoughts. Yeah. Um. And then doesn't go on to suspect some sort of foul play in this case and like where he's like I was like no she would like if she'd uh, she'd done all that gone all, all the way to the house and grabbed the keys 
she would have had a confrontation with dad. Yet he's not really suspecting any sort of foul play at this point between Sarah Mimic and her parents being absent or his parents being absent. So like Clancy's kind of (laughs) dumb is what I'm kind of getting at, I guess here. I mean, Uh, and actually there's my next line the next line, which is literally like the last few quotes have been like consecutively. Like I'm just basically like, I'm just taking the quotes as they come. So the next thing here is uh, Amy, maybe that didn't make much sense either. I couldn't just assume guilt all willy nilly. Amy was probably a victim of the charade, not an accomplice. Really? Really, Clancy? Just saying that because she's hot. Yeah, you know, like, literally, like, <laughs> stop thinking with your pants. Yeah. Like, you, it's, it was established earlier, like she said, that Sarah has been with her the entire time she's been missing, or like presumed dead. The paranoia is really strong and in dumb directions because of what's between your legs, Clancy. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> um, and my next one here. Um, I tried to call my parents again to see why they weren't home yet despite the late hour, and I heard faint ringtones coming from upstairs. I followed the sound with shaking steps, hearing it grew, <clears throat> hearing it grow louder as I approached the door of their bedroom. It came from the, it came from inside the house. <laughs> uh, no, it came from inside, and I paused with my hand on the door's handle, <clears throat> on the door's handle, for what felt like a short eternity. I couldn't bring myself to go through with it to throw it open and face the potential horrors inside. Ima- images of two <clears throat> images of the two of them dead sprawled on their bed as their flesh rotted away invaded my mind. I shook from the I shook from my very core. Come on, I urged my body. Move, please. I closed my eyes and with my breath hitching in my throat, I turned the handle. The door was unlocked, and it opened with loud squeals that resounded throughout the house. I braced myself for the putrid smell I expected would follow, but it didn't come. Stale air with an undertone of cheap laundry detergent wafted out instead, calming my short nerves, calming my shot nerves. I opened my eyes, finding the room empty. After thanking every deity I could think of for sparing me of gruesome, <clears throat> for sparing me of gruesome sights, I went inside and started searching. Their phones were on the nightstand beside the bed, displaying all of my missed calls. Okay, so I, I brought that entire like two or three paragraph thing up because this got very express, like very detailed horror story like all of a sudden <laughs> like yeah but the character suddenly became very elaborative and flourishy with his like with going up to his his parents ba- his parents bedroom to like check to see if there were two corpses there because he heard the phone call or the phone ringing yep because of that, like, i knew there wouldn't be though you're right yeah it's sort of a tell mm-hmm. secondly kind of on the same kind of thought pattern here 
I thought you said earlier that the house was empty of your parents. So why were you worried you'd find bodies in their bedroom? Did you seriously not even check all the rooms in the house? God. Why not? <laughs> God, it's just like, God damn it, Clancy. Maybe he just went around hitting E and calling <laughs> his parents' name. Yeah, it's like, Jason, yeah, 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 yeah. Jason, 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 Jason. Oh, heavy rain will never not be funny for that. <laughs> um, speaking of funny, um, actually, this isn't what this one isn't funny. Sorry, I had I had another one that was funny, but uh, first this, this one here. Uh, so so continuing on with another quote and comment. This one's shorter. I I, I assure you. <laughs> Uh, the coffee machine worked overtime as I pumped my veins full of caffeine and nicotine in an effort to stave off my exhaustion. After nearly two weeks of improper sleep, I was starting to feel the effects. W- wait. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I'm guessing that he means the previous two weeks of irregular sleep since he was, you know, staying in his dead sister's home while renovating and stuff. Not yep. that it's suddenly been two weeks since he like got like escaped to his house. Yeah, first read that I assumed the exact same thing that he's right. Specific <laughs> yeah. coffee, getting like an IV drip of coffee to keep himself cold. Yeah, it, it is like, and then that's when uh, that's when this story suddenly became Clancy's um, Derpland sleep experiment. Yeah, a little bit. Because I, I, the more I think about this, the more this town is Derpland, isn't it? I mean, it doesn't have a a name, so it's I know it, it, it's and and Clancy is being real derpy so far. Mm. Uh, but uh, and and speaking of, uh, here's the next thing I have. My head lulled down towards the counter, and when I realized I wouldn't last, I got a hold of the crowbar. I smashed it down on my own toes. And the pain jolted me awake real quick. With a now hurting foot and a clearer mind, I got up and walked around the house again. Limping now, I'd be hard-pressed to run if the need arose. In hindsight, it was kind of a stupid idea. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's I made that up. Oh damn, that's unfortunate. Then, (laughs) like, I added like like so after so like the story the the story ends at like Mm -hmm. I got up and walked around the house again, and then my insert is limping now. (laughs) Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, yeah. Honestly, that'd be a good grammar thing. (laughs) That should be added. (laughs) Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, probably because like it does like because it is something that like it would also match his his mannerism throughout this this part of the story where he like. Said he does something stupid or says something stupid and then realizes he's done or said something stupid and like counters it. Yeah. So it would it would definitely it's match his personality. Yeah, it would match his personality. Mm-hmm. Uh and then my next one here. The lady bid me good morning, and we made small talk as I paid for my cigarettes. I went to pull my I went to pull out my wallet and rifle through and and rifle through it for change but the moment i took my eyes off her i felt her staring at me the same sensation i got from sarah setting in so fast and intense that it made me jump back are you okay dear the old woman asked as i bent down to pick up my wallet yeah yeah it's just i'm tired ma'am 
it seriously feels like Clay in this in this part specifically that Clancy is also just losing his marbles at this point. Between like and well, so like out of his wallet, <laughs> you know, I mean like but with the the I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you were trying to explain it like I didn't actually understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I re- and then I came to the realization it's like I hate you so much. Yeah, that's fine. Um like from the paranoia and grief he's been dealing with since all of this started, like since finding out that his his half sister was dead, and then like all of the stuff that's kind of been leading up to it, like having to like do the renovations at the house, and like then suddenly Sarah pops back up, and like the the also the conversation with like Detective Marcus, Marcus seeding this idea that like maybe his sister isn't dead and may in fact be a mimic, kind of thing. It's interesting because I'm still not a hundred. I'm not a hundred percent convinced this isn't just a psychological horror experience that this character is dealing with, like that this is all in his head, and th- that's the horror of the story. Is like this guy is losing his grip on reality, yeah, because of the paranoia and the grief. Um, and that just continues into my next quote and comment. Um, I'm I. My parents, my dad and mom, I tried a final tactic. They're gone too. Please, you have to believe me. Sarah is the mimic and she murdered them. Your parents are away on vacation, Clancy, Amy rebuked me. To the Grand Canyon. No, that's the lie I told Sarah to keep her away from them, I answered, certain that I finally had her. And to this, at this point, when I read this part, I was like, oh man, this story is gaslighting Clancy so fucking hard. <laughs> like, oh shit, we, we've reached that point where, like, the lies he said earlier are now becoming, like, conventional truth in the, in the world. So, like, setting it kind of up again for, like, this could potentially all just been in his head. Like he had a mental break, uh, similar to what uh, to Sarah having a mental break, and there was no mimic. There's no monster hunter. I'm still not even convinced. I'm I'm kind of I've kind of joined the side of Mikey from last time, where Marcus is just in his head. Like he has no text messages, no phone calls. It's all been fictionalized at this point. <laughs> um, and then yeah, we kind of have the uh, like my my last um comment and quote i said earlier with the uh the whole marcus phone call uh and again yeah like it's just like how do we know like again like clancy gets a call but like maybe there's nobody on the other end of that phone call like maybe he's just like is like fabricating the met the 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 conversations and the and the text messages that he supposedly got maybe well, I'm again. It's like a shared hallucinations thing. I'm wondering too, like or a shared psychosis. Like they both heard, like because Sarah is also kind of in that weird, in kind of a uh, a susceptible state. Perhaps like when when uh, when uh, Clancy brought out his phone to put uh, to put Marcus on vo- on on uh, on uh, uh, what's the word for it? Like voice call or the or when you're yes yeah, yeah on speakerphone. Was it on speakerphone? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, he put it on speakerphone so that like he could tr- maybe like like kind of subtly warn Clancy that like he's about to talk to Sarah. <laughs> um, so they both heard it, but like again, they're they're uh, at this point in the storyline, 
we're still not 100% sure if they're both suffering from some kind of mental break. So it could have been a shared hallucination or a shared psychosis that's going on. Um, yeah, this story, this one was certainly more involved than the last one, but and it, it just kind of doubled down on the paranoia and the secrets and lies. Um, or at least more on just like, it kind of double downing on like, turning it back on the on the character so it, it was it, to me that's what was like kind of most compelling about this this part in particular and what kind of what gave it a little bit more extra points for me was that it was a little bit more convoluted and it got to that point it, it's reached that point of that crescendo where now the narr- now the character doesn't can't even really fully trust his own mind um and at this point we are reaching the cusp of is this all in his head or is this all, is there actually a supernatural explanation? And that's, I think what the next, what it's leading up to in the next one, where we're going to finally, hopefully get confirmation as to whether or not this is all been in Clancy's head or if it's supernatural. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Cause right now all I'm thinking is like, is this real life or is, is this, this fantasy? This caught in a landslide. landslide. No yeah. skin from reality. Yeah, exactly. He's got to open his eyes. Open his eyes and see. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. <laughs> we don't recite the entire story. <laughs> I, thought, I, I can't remember. I was like, try, I'm trying desperately to like rack my brain to remember Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's my actual thoughts. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. All right. So um my actual thought here uh when amy dropped that the body isn't real uh that for me sort of solidifies the craziness of clancy which makes us wonder what else isn't real like was the fire never real is marcus real what's real in this scenario (laughs) yeah exactly Um, uh, and Amy could be the only sane person for all we know uh, yeah. that's in this story and the clerk at the store and whatnot could just be a regular clerk at the store. Yeah. Um, like again, like everybody was, re- everybody around them has been kind of reacting as if Clancy's a crazy person. Yeah. Which is kind of like, like a crazy person. Yeah. And like, I would actually say that, like, so in in terms of like a horror movie where like they're dealing with this kind of thing, um, me and Mikey have actually watched one in like the last year or so that was similar to this. Uh, it was a Wes Craven movie, wasn't it? It was like the th- uh, they, I think it was called they, and it was about like some artists who were like worrying, getting getting uh, like worrying that they were being stalked by some kind of like shadowy creatures from another reality, from like the shadows or from the darkness. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the movie has kind of, and much like that movie, this story kind of this story so far has had like this like three act or the, this kind of like act situation. So like the first act is like introducing all the paranoia and like the um, basically at, like giving us the premise of like again supernatural or is it psychosis? The second act, which we're in right now, is like kind of getting to the forefront of like what's real and what's all in the character's head. And then the third act, which is probably going to be the final uh, part of this story, is going to, like I said, is going to 
give us a some kind of uh, conclusion as to like what was true and what or what really happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely it's an it's 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 an interesting think piece. This one is so far, <laughs> like making you wonder. Hmm. Um, do, do, do. And I have a quote here um, from my next actual thought. And you could argue that it could be a grammar inquisition, but it's from a text message. So it's the way I mean, the character did that. Went. Yeah. And I mean, apparently one of yeah. mine was also similar to that. So, yeah. Uh, so the note here is the text message from Marcus. Uh, can't call driving back right now. I handed the case to another hunter hold out until tomorrow. Uh, so when I read this, I assumed that he handed the case that he was currently, or that was the case of the mimics to another hunter. Oh, so there would be another hunter coming tomorrow. Oh. No, I I assumed it was like because he, he said earlier he was on a different on a previous case, so he was out of town. Yeah. So but, yeah, okay. But there's multiple cases, right? There's the case of the mimics, and then the other case that he's on, and he just says, "I headed the case to another hunter." Okay. See, I I just I immediately assumed that that was that he's handed the the case that he's currently on and the why he's away from town and like that's why he's he's on his way back. Yeah, because yeah, he says stuff like I'm a few hundred miles away on another case. He says I'll try to wrap up this case as fast as possible. Then he says I handed the case off to someone. I'll be there soon. Yeah, yeah. If he didn't end that, well, I didn't actually uh, that quote, but if that quote. Where he's saying like I'll I handed the case off. I'm pretty sure in that quote he also says like I'll be there soon, or does he? Well, he says driving back right now. Not that he'll be there soon, and he says hold out till tomorrow, which could still mean that there's a different hunter. I, I mean, guess, but I driving back like yeah. They're saying that he's driving back, driving back to his home, or he's driving back to like. The freaking uh, McDonald's to <laughs> to get a Happy Meal. Or something. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that he handed the case that he was working on out of town to to another hunter, and he is driving to 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 Clancy to help Clancy. That's yeah. that's how I interpreted that. Well, uh, I interpreted initially that uh, he handed the case to another hunter, hold out yeah. until. Oh meant that another hunter was going to show up. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, either way, considering one of us didn't uh, Get take it, that yeah. in the right context, it probably does need a little bit of clarification. Yeah. But, I mean, it is also a text message. Like, text messages yeah. are, the sh- are the... Like, the text messages are always, like, open to interpretation sometimes, too. Like Or, like, like you always, like, send, like, a, like a brief message or short-form message, and then, like, sometimes there's there's room in there for, like, misunderstanding as a result of that. <laughs> So, yeah. so really, it's actually immersive for text messaging <laughs> because you can't fully understand it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All the text messages should actually make less sense. Yeah. Hence, why there's why we had run. There's more of dot dot dot. 
there's more ellipses out there. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's all it's ellipses all the way down. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was about to go to like the attack of the killer ellipses. The attack. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'll just uh, I'll stop. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. So basically, uh, once we get the other text message from Marcus saying, I'm almost there, we'll probably arrive near sundown. That's when I had to go back to the other text message and be like, okay. Ah. Uh, now it makes sense. Like, there's not another hunter, it's him. Yeah. Like, but it took me, like, what, another good chunk of the story to realize that it wasn't another hunter coming. Yeah. yeah. But again, nature of text messages. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. And so then... My move of misinterpreting something and then three quarters of the way through the story, I realize what it means. Yes. Yeah. It happens. You took my jab. <laughs> it took my I know, jab. I know, gamer. Did you have something about that too? No, actually. Yeah, so like... It, he he's uh Mikey's just uh piggy uh, he's just ba- uh, you're just backpacking on Mikey. <laughs> That's what. Well, thanks. <laughs> he's right. got you covered, bro. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And uh, the the next uh, actual thought I have is what if we are dealing with a reality altering entity? So. Because um, Clancy mentioned to Sarah that his parents were on a trip to the Grand Canyon, that became reality. Then Clancy's screwed. <laughs> like, he's just <laughs> fucked. A little bit. Yeah, like, this is, like, very much, like, uh, I, I, I know what you, I see what you're going there with uh, Mikey. It's like, so basically, he's in Carcosa. <laughs> like, he's in... He's in the king in yellow. He's in a in a king in yellow scenario in Delta Green, and he's just he's just fucked. <laughs> Probably fucked regardless if he is in that or not. Yeah, but yeah, um, I also had that thought. I didn't have a note on it, but I did wonder because a lie that he came up with on the spot became real. Yeah, mm-hmm. either that or like the mimic's psychic abilities is mu- is far stronger than we. Than, than we or the, uh, the 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 characters in this game in the story like Marcus or Clancy ever anticipated, mm-hmm. and he's, she's able to just like mass like um, implant memories and stuff like that into people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yes. Um, and then uh, the next actual thought I have is that what if the phone call or phone calls with Marcus and the recordings are actually just static and we have an audio Kendall Cove scenario? I, I knew you were going with Kendall Cove. As soon as you said st- it, was, it was just static, I was like, <gasps> they're, so they're in Ashland, West Virginia. <laughs> Or that's where Derpland is. Derpland, the city of Derpland is in is in West Virginia. 
and he's just his phone, his cell phone is interact is is intercepting somehow the radio signals of Candle or the broadcast signals of Candle Cove. Surprisingly plausible. Does it, wait, that means that Derpland, our our little like stupid little town of Derpland, is in the canon of Icar Falls. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we brought it up while talking about Icar Falls, so that's fine. I kind of want to like write a Derpland story set in Icar Falls universe. <laughs> I... Yes, sorry. That's in the actual thoughts. Wow. All right, gamer. Okay. Uh, this has been kind of brought up, but I'll just glance over it. Him saying, like, I backed away from the house slowly, <laughs> deciding not to wait around and see what would follow. The first line of the entire story I read. Yeah. And it's just right off the bat, it's, okay, he's full on giving up on the whole keep an eye on her until I arrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even at, like, at that point, at the start of the story, just with the context of the previous two stories, I think that's enough proof for him to be acting like this to be honest you think it is no i don't okay yeah that was okay i was gonna say like yeah i i feel like he is i get overreacted a little bit Mm -hmm. getting a little too carried away with his paranoia but he rolled poorly yeah he he definitely so what happened was from the between the previous one and the uh, previous part and this part, when he saw that like his um uh, that like the the audio was was like two hours uh two hours instead of like how long it should have been, heard the heard like uh, Sarah come to the phone and then like turn off the recorder, then saw that all of his messages to Marcus were also like deleted. That's when he rolled his sanity check, and failed. <laughs> um and and lost enough sanity. That he went into a fight, flight, or freeze, and chose flight. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah. But moving on, uh, he he leaves and he's on his own, going to his parents' house and everything. And there's um, calls and texts coming in from Amy. Yeah. Yeah. My question is, how did she get his number? Uh, I guess it was. Uh, I I just assumed, but I, I figured it was through Sarah. Okay, but listen. Oh no, hang on. No, sorry, hang on. Uh, Amy doesn't have his number because Sarah called Amy with his phone in the previous part. Right. Yep. Yep. Checks out. Sarah called Amy with his phone. Yeah. In in part two, uh, when uh, when uh, Sarah like when when um. Uh, when Clancy woke up and got to the table, Sarah took his phone and called Amy. Oh, because she doesn't have a phone, remember? Because yeah, because Marcus. That was my next point. I was about ah, to shit. I'm, Sarah I'm, I'm, phone. Yeah, and in this day and age, there's no way that she actually remembered anyone's phone number. Yeah, but no, like that's why Amy has has his number is because Sarah called it. Like Sarah, uh, Sarah used his phone to call her. So she she would have had his number on her. Okay. Yeah, like I guess that's fine. It it that's like that. Yeah, that, that that's exactly how how she got her number. His number. I kind of wish it was brought up in the story. How though? 
I mean, it's kind of at this point, in, like you kind of to take a, something that you just said, like in this day and age, um, like that's sort of a given. What's a given? Like, if you call somebody, if you if you get a call from somebody, your 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 phone automatically saves that number, uh, as like recently I, called. I, I didn't remember that part, so I was going off the fact that Sarah doesn't have her phone right now, and no one remembers people's phone numbers in this day and age. So there's no way that she could have given Amy his phone number. Yeah, but Except I forgot that part where yeah. she called with his phone. But as I said, I wish it was kind of brought up that that's how that happened, or at least he thought about why. Because he's always thinking about why is this happening? Oh, that's why. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. A quick little line of that would have been nice. Yeah. It's like, how the hell did she have my number? Fuck, Sarah used my phone. Yeah, exactly. Just that. <laughs> yeah. And again, keeping in, in line with like how 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 uh Clancy says something dumb and then points it out why why that is why that ex- uh, explains why <laughs> to himself or counters himself. Mm-hmm. And then he gets to the, uh, the diner and has his talk with Amy. At that point, I'm starting to wonder if like Amy's story is the truth and all this and all that. Like Clancy has some mental issues. He's imagining Marcus and all the events with Sarah and the mimic and all that. And, um, Oh, sorry. I was I was re- reading what I was about to read next. Is that's a move that we often do on this show: is make it mundane, all in the character's head, etc. But the story's doing it for us. And you you don't like that? <laughs> well, I can't do it now. Damn it! You still are bit. How dare yeah. you be? How dare you be self-aware? Story. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, there is still a part four, so that might not actually be the case. You never yeah. know. Again, the jury's still out as to whether like I, I I'm still not 100 percent certain which which outcome it actually is going to be. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then when it got to the point where Amy's saying that, like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong, and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents are on, are on vacation. Um, at that point, I'm like, wait, is Amy the mimic now? As in, Sarah killed Amy and is masquerading as her now? Because Sarah's the only one who heard that lie. That could have been... Oh, sh- Oh, shit! So, Sarah is able to say words and may have just said that. To yes. <laughs> or, but I like, I, I love that idea. If it's like, it's still not like multiple mimics, it's just one mimic. Yeah, and... its whole thing is it's getting better at mimicking people, <laughs> exactly. not mimicking yeah. Sarah. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I fucking like I oh my god, like I fucking love that because it's like oh yeah, Sarah. It's like here we can we can talk now. Sarah's asleep. She's totally asleep. I haven't Don't killed Amy checking. and uh, what? Don't bother checking in her room. She's asleep. I swear. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so we can talk. Like how our how how our I mean your parents are on vacation. <laughs> Yes, and how would I know that unless unless I was the mimic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Holy though. shit! I, I real good at mimicking people now. Yeah, no, like that again. Like it's pushing me to the side of like there. This is supernatural. It's not 100 percent there, but it's like I want to believe. I'm Mulder. I want to believe. Yeah. It kind of seems like that's how these stories go, at least in my mind. It's like, if it's 
clearly supernatural. I'm like, okay, how is this mundane? And then it's like, if it's mundane, I'm like, okay, how is this supernatural? I, I'm always fighting the story. It's like <laughs> you're you want to be I'm contrary da- the whole time. Yeah, I'm damned if like damned if I do, damned if I don't. Like whatever the story presents, I would want to see the other side of it. Yeah, it's sure. the same thing with video games. Honestly, like if I'm playing a first-person shooter, I'm like, man, I wish this was third-person. Then I'm playing a third-person shooter, I'm like, man, I wish this was first-person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. How it is? Because I'm always curious what the other side of it I, would be. A know? perfect example of this is Cyberpunk 2077 for you. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. We had this conversation about that <laughs> for sure. Because it really should be third-person. But anyways, then um, I'll move on from that. And then in regards to uh, the phone call with Marcus and the cops showing up behind him and proceeding to ram his car. Like, if that actually happened and it's nothing to do with mimics or nothing like that, maybe just, like, this city has a real cutthroat policy about cell phone use by drivers. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually thinking the same thing, because, like, he's not speeding, but he's using a a cell phone while driving. It's like, that's not cool. (laughs) He's a hazard to everyone. Kill him. (laughs) Exactly. And him. (laughs) He's not pulling over. (laughs) We better pull him over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is the police. Put your cell phone down. <laughs> or we will open fire. He's not here. He's like, oh shit, I gotta go. Yeah. It's like, he's not taking his phone down. <laughs> take him out, take him out. <laughs> pew, pew. They have lasers now. Pew, pew. Of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, my last note is just, I like how the phone call itself went. With um, the cop like hitting Marcus and all that, hitting his car and all that, and Marcus didn't like stay on the phone long because you know he had to focus on driving and not being murdered, even though he probably got murdered. Um, yeah, because it would have been really lame if he stayed on the phone for the duration of the chase. Yeah, I mean, and, he, like so described everything that was happening. So here's the thing, though. I mean, again, this is 2021 when this movie, when the, when this when this movie, wow, when this story was written and stuff. Um, cars do have like speaker phones, like for like you can Bluetooth up your phone to your car, so you can just talk to your dash. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. So he could but, be talking that way. But he is a monster hunter, so I assume that he's driving a classic car like the Winchester. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, do not. <laughs> Not all monster hunters are good old boys. They should be though. I'm sure there are like some prissy like like Tesla riding monster hunters out there. Even if that's the case, if they're trying to maintain operational security, they would not put their phone number in the car. Because if that's they get true, separated yeah. from their car, then there's the phone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So the best that <laughs> he could probably do is speak the phone. Fair. And he should have done that, because then the cops wouldn't have shot him. Mm-hmm. Should have like a, a Bluetooth earpiece or something. Mm-hmm. They could just like tap the the phone, put it in the little like cup holder. Yep, definitely. But uh, but that's the end of my notes. Okay. Uh yeah. So I guess we'll move on to final thoughts then. Um. So, okay, this one, like I said, is a bit more confusing and even more gaslighting <laughs> than the previous ones. But as I said, also, it was 
the the way it's written is really compelling to me and it really ramps up the conflict of is this supernatural is this psychological um and it's to me again like i said it kind of this is the second act um of like of the horror story where like it's really ramping up that whole idea of like is it all in the character's head or are is there actually a monster stalking them and we have to wait till act three i.e part four (laughs) um for the conclusion hopefully um I mean, but the, I, one is just like the prologue or maybe, yeah then act one is actually part two yeah and then act two no i'd say like i'd say act i'd say part two and part three are are part of act two and part one is actually act one um and then part four is act three sure Everybody got that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, But like, so so the story does get a few points back from me for kind of ramping up things and like really like making things convoluted and confusing and kind of gaslighty, but in a compelling way for the reader. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend this one. Uh, like give it give it the full recommendation again. Um back from a partial recommendation mostly because it is indeed a compelling tangle of plot that i am compelled to keep reading to find out how it ends like i want to know what how this is going to all end in part four so just obligated to know because we do a show you actually want to know (laughs) yeah exactly like it's not just because the show because uh and like it is actually a compelling enough like plot line that like i want to know is clancy just insane along with sarah or is sarah and possibly the rest of the town now is is everything mimics (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna gonna recommend this one so both this part and also like the story as a whole i give it a recommendation despite the fact that you know clancy's from derpland and like all the other silly things that we gave the story, but like honestly, like at the end of the day, like it's it compels me. It's yeah, exactly. Fault, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it, it it damn near compels me though. So that's why I'm recommending it. Mikey, these stands for evil. All right. Um. So I like that uh, this sort of sheds light on Clancy being crazy. Um. And. It also solves my issue with the fire, because if the fire was never real and there was no charred body or anything, it's all just him being crazy. That solidifies my theory. Plot <laughs> holes are in what was displayed as the truth. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're really rooting for it to be a psychological thing because. It does away with all your plot holes otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I actually really like the theory that Amy is a mimic. Um, yeah. Or the mimic, and basically <laughs> Sarah is no more. Yeah, because like who's the, so like who's to say that? Because like she said that she ha- she brought cops, uh, like cops showed up after Clancy left too. So and then suddenly, uh, Detective Marcus is attacked by cops. 
is being attacked by cops. So it's like, is it is it actually just one mimic that is like got like the body and like voice of Sarah, Amy, and now co- a cop? Again, have we have we ever seen Clance, uh, Sarah, Amy, and the cops in the same room? <laughs> I know, I know. We saw Amy and Sarah in the same room, but I mean, Amy could have been killed and and taken out and like and like subsumed by the Sarah mimic after Clancy had ran away, Take thus Clancy. dooming Amy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, with this, uh, this uh, I did a partial recommendation. Still a partial recommendation uh, for this part, and the overall story is now bumped up to a partial recommendation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. All right, all right. Then uh, next up is Gamer. It is. Um. So, for me, reading this this part put a lot more energy into the story. The previous felt a little bit like padding. But yeah, yeah, it had to be padding because Clancy was sitting there waiting without much doubt in his mind, and the entire part was just him waiting for things to show up. You know, it was so, almost like a primer. Yeah, pretty much. But it had to be "quote unquote" boring because that's what it is. Not that it was boring, but the, it was um, a lot of waiting. Yeah, but now, like, the stops are all being pulled out more and more as things are getting ramped up. You know, as you're saying. Yeah. So that, like, instead of him having no doubt or very little doubt about what's going on, it's like, oh no, I doubt everything now. Yeah. Now, now he's de- now he's got a decisive. Whether it's right or wrong, he's got a de- he's got a decisive opinion or a hot take that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if everything that's going on in Clancy's head is true, and Marcus was just murdered. If that was him dying with his text. Well, it may not necessarily be him dead. He might just have to, had to send that message and then like go on the run. So he might still I, be alive. He might be. But if he is dead, yeah. then that means Clancy is screwed. Oh, yeah. He has to figure this out all on his own, heavily outnumbered if there's multiple mimics, and unable to trust literally anyone. <laughs> And at this point, he can't even trust his own brain. <laughs> Marcus, you have to monster hunt the mimic. Otherwise, Clancy has to. Uh. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> to 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 reference a silly cross cross meme between Fraser and Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> Seriously, look it up, folks. If you haven't heard about uh, heard about that meme, just Google Fraser. Or right, get 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 in the get in the robot Fraser. <laughs> does it actually show up? I, I'm pretty sure it does if you do that. Like it's it's got a Google images. Get in the robot Fraser. It did autocomplete. Yeah, it's the second one. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise Niles will have to do it. <laughs> and it just has Niles in a in a in a hospital bed, <laughs> much <laughs> yes. like Ray in the. Uh, from uh, Evangelion. <laughs> Sorry, I love that fucking meme so much. Is that like the exact shot? Yeah, it is. Wait, pilot, pilot the Eva Fraser. Pilot the Eva Fraser. Otherwise, Niles will have to do, or or Niles will have to do it again. 
No, but like the very first image result on that. Yeah. Is that from the show or is that just a drawing of Hang on, let me let me just look it up. Getting the robot Shinji, which is the actual character. Ah, uh, I don't see it might um <clears throat> the dad uh Shinji's dad might have told him that in either like the hangar bay or something like that, rather than Okay. Hang on. Either way. Yeah. It, it's not important to this. It's just like Are you sure? <laughs> but yeah. Um either way. Uh, for this part, as I said, it um, brought a lot more life into the story because there's a lot more going on. And there's, you know, it's gaslighting left, right, and center. Yeah. So no one knows what's going on. I, re- I really like that. So um, the way that the stories went, first part was like, uh, I think it was a high parcel, I said. Yeah. And then the second part was partial because I didn't really like how it wasn't going anywhere. But this one, I definitely got. And if it keeps going at this clip, then it'll stay a full recommendation, but uh, we'll see what happens in the next one. Indeed we will. Now, before we end tonight, Uh-oh. I want a... I want a... I want to know something from both of you guys. I don't know. I don't like this. What are our... What are our... Um... Our est- uh, what is our guesses as to which what is go- like what is going on like is it supernatural or is it psychological is there a mimic or is it all in their heads I want I want to know I want to know each of our like kind of guess on that before we go into part four next week based on how this ends with the text message of Marcus saying that there's more of that's the the writer is putting in saying like oh there's more than one mimic like that's what they're trying to put forth yeah because Marcus if he exists is a quote unquote professional monster hunter and he knows it's a mimic that copies people so would he automatically assume that it's multiple mimics it maybe I mean he's not he seems to have he does have experience in in this in this field so or maybe he's yeah because all the previous messages he said he did um sorry did clancy say that he left the house or just that sarah's the mimic 100 percent? she he said that she uh he said that he uh that sarah's the mimic 100 percent and that he he's he's left the, he ran away from the house. Okay. So it's entirely possible that the thing that attacked him is Sarah. Yeah. Or like yeah, Sarah, the the Sarah mimic has has assumed a new form. Yes, but he did not automatically assume that. Which... Yeah. Which I mean, he might not have because again, like he is still he's kind of he's partially out of the loop because simply by not being in the town for the last couple of days. Yeah. And only going by like the the few like the 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 uh, the frantic text messages and calls he's been getting from this kid Clancy. <laughs> yeah, what so. I want the story to be is yeah, a that... mimic that is going around um, murdering and assuming the form of multiple people. Mm-hmm. But I think the story is saying that there's more than one. Yeah. So you're you're on team supernatural. 
<laughs> I don't know. It's, it, it's, just a, it's just a simple guess. Like, like it, I'm not like, I mean, you're not off the show no if you're prize. wrong. <laughs> There's no prize. There's just oh, like, just okay, want, then sure. <laughs> like, I just want, I just wanted to know like what you guys like, what your, what your before we go into part four. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't expect this to be this difficult, motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's just like I am on the fence. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, now who's Mr. Wishy-Washy? Yeah, I'm wishy-washy today. I I don't have strong feelings one way or another because I honestly think it could go either way. Okay. Okay, so you're you're on the fence. You still don't you're 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 undecided. I'm not sure, but I would say mimic ish if I had to pick one. Yeah, okay, gun to your head. Mimic, sure. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, and I guess yeah, Mikey. What's what's your uh, what's your call here? All right. So my call, yeah, is that there's a thing in the basement that no one's been down in the basement. (laughs) What? I wish you just read the title. (laughs) That my my take here is there's a thing in the basement that's getting better at mimicking. Really? But yeah, that's true. That's very true. No one's been down there. Yep. That could be like where all the the bodies of the that the mimic kills go. <laughs> okay, so again, like the, 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 the call here is supernatural or psychological. Well uh, the based on the last two parts we did I'm doing psychological. Okay. Can I just um, say psychonatural or something like that? I <laughs> you <know> this? <laughs> psychonatural, you son of a bitch. That's mine. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go with supernatural. I'm gonna I'm gonna I I wanted to I, I all the all, like a bunch of the stuff that we've like been like proposing through this entire thing has been as like has pointed me in the direction of psychological but I hate that fucking trope so much with such a bloody passion <laughs> like that. I love it when a movie and, and a piece of a piece of fiction makes you think that it's psychological and that it's all in their head and then throws in that last minute, like mimics for days. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to own it. So yeah, I, I, I want them to like throw the, uh, the rug under or, or throw the, um, I want I want it to be supernatural. <laughs> so so uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm going to uh my my uh my my call here is it's gonna turn out to be supernatural. But uh we'll have to see who's uh who's correct or um I guess who's more genre savvy. Well that's uh, obviously you. I you say that, but like I could be wrong as much as either of you. It could be psycho. It could be psychonatural. <laughs> it, there could be there, what? Super logical. <laughs> Super logical. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you sound more smart. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a Super Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah. So all right. So we're kind of like on the. We're basically across the board as usual. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, but uh, if you're listening to this before the next one, give us your uh, give us your uh, your your call on what exactly 
is afoot here in this in this story in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Um, you can also send us e- uh, t- you can also send us messages on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the East End's Revel. The gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W at the end because he's a mimic. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, and you can also send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D N T E R I G A M O R T S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep pastas, SCPs, Reddit No Sleeps. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. For our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void, trying to escape the spiral of mimics. And without your authorship, without the stories that you write and post and serialize and share on Reddit No Sleep or Creepost.wiki or the SCP Foundation, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I mimic the East End for evil. And I'm, and I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamimic. Sleep well. Is that the right outro? I don't remember it going like that. No, it's always it's the same outro we've always used. Okay, I thought I heard like a little tick in that or something. Oh, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, you're weird. Mm-hmm.